This class is dedicated to the loving memory of Dovi Feling of Blessed Memory. Uh, we're up to in the holy letters of the Rebbe. We're starting uh, volume twelve, but this is uh, the third letter in volume twelve. And here the Rebbe is uh, writing to an activist who was working with the youth. He was very disappointed. He tried to influence them to follow in the way of Yiddishkeit, and they did not, uh, you know, did not come through. He feels like a failure. He feels like he didn't succeed. And he's writing to the Rebbe that he's like uh, very, uh, very upset and very uh, feeling very down that not successful. Let's see what the Rebbe writes. Baruch Hashem. The fourth day of Tishrei, this is Tovshin Tes Zayin, Brooklyn Sholom Uvracha. So the Rebbe says, although from time to time I do receive reports about you, it was very pleasant to me to receive now your letter. Also, the Rebbe says, I am not satisfied from the mood that it comes through in this letter. Your mood that comes through in the letter is not satisfying. And that is that you feel down, uh, that according to your view, you do not see any fruits, any results in your effort and your work amongst the youth. Worked hard, he doesn't see any fruit. So, the Rebbe says like this, that it is important, it's understood, that for a activist to be satisfied, completely satisfied, <clears throat> and somebody who is an activist or somebody who is able to influence other, so if you're completely satisfied with your successes or with what you do, that does not bring very good results. You can't be very satisfied. You're very satisfied, you become uh, negligent. Because if you're too satisfied, that may weaken your enthusiasm, your your merits, your uh, the push that you have. Because the inclination can always come and persuade you, tell you, oh, you already done enough. You're already successful. Let other people come. Let them continue. So, while on one hand, one should never be satisfied with his previous successes and rest on his previous laurels of what he was doing, you. but on the other hand, the other extreme, that means a feeling of hopelessness or even a strong feeling of being down, uh, feeling uh, a failure, the results are not not good, not wanted. And they can even be more damaging than the results of the first extreme. In other words, when you're overly happy with your situation, although that can lead to negative results as well, but it's worse to feel down and feel unsuccessful because the weakening, the refueling, the uh, 
lack of work and the, that is caused by that kind of feeling is even greater than the previous one. And the Rebbe says, I want to address now the subject matter itself, that the youth that you invested so much effort, and yet they were dragged in into the non-religious stream. The Rebbe says, we know there is a chazoka letamulo she'enoi chazeres reikam. We have an established a rule that if you put in effort, it does not return empty-handed. You can't say that what you invested did not have any results. That goes against the rule that we have. Although the Rebbe says you're not always succeeding to the measure that you were anticipating and you were hoping, you were hoping for a lot more. And furthermore, the Rebbe says, so you can't say that you didn't accomplish. You definitely accomplished perhaps not to the point which you were hoping for and your expectations, but you definitely accomplished. And further, the Rebbe says, many times, very, in, in many, many times, the results are only apparent after time goes by. For various, many, many different reasons, it takes time for the results to come through. Sometimes and many times the delay comes until the person who is being educated settles down. The one who you're educated, the one you influenced, he marries, he settles down in a family life. Then the influence that you had imparted way before takes hold. When a person settles down with family life, he doesn't change so much. And you bring into consideration all of what went through you in the past and your condition present. So then the person also, that period in which you received the influence from this person in a this place that also enters into your consideration, into your, your calculation. And that is able to weigh the scale to the side of good. So basically, the Rebbe says sometimes when a person doesn't settle down yet, he's still single and he's going in different directions. He changes, but once you settle down and you have to sit and say, where do I want to go, you consider the past, then you also take that period in which you were under the influence of, uh, in in this case, a person who uh, influenced you in the positive, in Yiddishkeit, and things like that, and you take that into consideration as well. Uh, So, the Rebbe says that sometimes the results take time for them to grab hold. And, you know, 
that's, I mean, that been the time has shown that Rebbe is saying that, and for sure, but time has shown that even sometimes, you know, per, uh, a child goes to a uh, Hebrew school or something, and they have a teacher that influences them, you know, while their children, they're at home, the parents are not following these uh, directions, so there's not much that the child can do at his own, but once the child comes to, the Rebbe doesn't say exactly that, but we see that happening also, that when the child can make their own decisions, the impact that the teacher had at them is something which changes actually when they make their decisions how to live their life. So don't say and don't think that you are not successful. It takes time sometimes for what you have invested for it to show. Furthermore, the Rebbe says, I want to introduce what is related in the Talmud about Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva was one of the great Tanoim, one of the great sages. And he was actually the pillars of the Oral Torah. Our Oral Torah is based on the teaching of Rabbi Akiva. Our sages tell about Rabbi Akiva that for 40 years, he was teaching, he would influence, he educated, and he was also a prince, he was also a leader. He had 24,000 students. Now, if we call them students of Rabbi Akiva, they were students relative to Rabbi Akiva. That means that they were able to be Rabbi Akiva students. You couldn't take somebody off the street and call them a student of Rabbi Akiva. They needed to be learned. They needed to be at a certain at a certain level. So that means that their standing in their knowledge and their character. Uh, who was their rabbi? Who was the one that influenced them? That needed to be in the measured person, somebody like Rabbi Akiva, they were students of Rabbi Akiva. They wouldn't be super everybody. And there was a reason. We know what the reason is. The Rabbi is not going in. They didn't respect each other, these students. And because of that, they all died. Rahman al-Islam, may God protect us. 24,000 students of Rabbi Akiva died. It was almost about to happen that the Torah would be forgotten from Israel because you had all these students of Rabbi Akiva, 24,000, who were supposed to continue the oral tradition and they all died. And then Rabbi Akiva stood up the five Talmidim as we read in the in the Pirkei Avos, we also read about the students and they, and they were five students of Rabbi Akiva who brought back the oral Torah. They brought back the whole Torah, oral Torah. They disseminated, spread it out in the Jewish people in their time and their generation. And from there it was given over from generation after generation until it came to us and to our children, and to our children's children for eternity, for all the time. So, 
What is, yeah? He says it's obvious that the Torah doesn't just tell us stories. Just like that. Uh, it's not a storybook, but Torah means, what does the word Torah means? A lesson. It is a lesson for us. Every aspect in Torah teaches us and shows us the path for each and every one, for each man, woman. We all learn a path in life, especially the above story is a very living example that a person must utilize their talents to the extent possible. Doesn't matter, whatever happens, uh, whatever happens, that it shouldn't uh, impact his work. You have to continue to utilize whatever comes your way, any distraction that comes your way should not impact you. A person is not allowed to allow it to cause them to become down, to become low of spirit, feeling uh, down. And even if, God forbid, uh, in a case, like we told before, you had Rabbi Akiva. He worked so hard. For 40 years he worked. And even if it's God forbid, look at the extent what Rabbi Akiva, he worked for 40 years and everything was lost. 24,000 students were lost. Meaning all the work of 40 years and all the successes, it was all lost. As it appeared to the eyes, was no lost. Yeah. But you still need to continue with enthusiasm, with passion, with merits, with joy in your holy work. And in the end, you will for surely, certainly succeed. So even though that it's possible that in the large numbers he didn't succeed or you don't do results because the 24,000 there was no results over there but yet in a small quantity you can succeed an outstanding Hatzlacha Muflaga a wondrous awesome success that can fill all the lacking and that will satisfy your wants, your desires for all the effort that you worked hard as also is expressed the idea in the language which is brought down by our sages of blessed memory in the above story it says like this, the verse states like this in the morning, go ahead and sow your sowing. But but in the evening, don't neglect, don't let your house going. In the morning, meaning when things are well and you're successful, go ahead, sow your 
sow your seed. But in the evening, when things look bleak, you don't, everything dark, so you're going to say, okay, now I'm not doing, no, don't let your, don't neglect, continue doing. You don't know which one is going to be proper fitting what's going to come out the result. So the Rebbe is encouraging this person who's feeling despondent and hopeless and feeling down that he's not been successful in his efforts in some of the work that he invested in the youth and they didn't end up going in the directions they were pulled away into the non-religious sector so the Rebbe says don't be down and don't be hard on yourself because A the Rebbe says that being down is just going to impact the continue the excitement of and that's even worse than feeling overly elated, feeling euphoric from your success, that's going to be even worse to feel uh, to feel hopeless. But Rabbi says, a lot of times you don't see success immediately, and when people settle down, they marry, and they build their own home, they will actually take what you have taught them and bring it into their lives. But besides that, the Rabbi says, he brings the story of Rabbi Akiva that he invested 40 years and created 24,000 students. And unfortunately, they did not last. But yet, he had at the end five students who were the pillars and continued the oral Torah. And Rabbi brings down from the Pasek and they don't neglect and let it keep on working at it. And uh, the Rebbe says that in a way they filled the previous one. So the, the previous one, the lacking, they filled up. And uh, so the Rebbe says sometimes you don't succeed on the big scale. But then those few that you do influence, you can succeed a tremendous of, of, of success. Now, the Rebbe says, yes, you should not take lightly, oh, this person I worked with, he went elsewhere, okay, let me go next. A person should feel a feeling of bitterness for each and every one that tilts and moves away from the straight path, from the path of Torah and Mitzvah. Even if he is just tilting away for numbered of days, not for always, like the Rebbe says, maybe he'll get back to it. And maybe he's only tilting away in light. It doesn't change. He didn't throw away all Yiddishkeit. Maybe he just is some, some light things. You should still feel for him. You should not say, oh, okay, I don't care about it. Because every moment and moment is precious. And every act and act, whatever it is, has tremendous amount of value. So we should value every moment and every act that the person should be doing in the proper way. And especially, there needs to be a sense of bitterness by the educator and the influencer. You should feel bad that 
that person should be doing the right things, but the conclusion from that bitterness is that for sure we have to add more energy, more force in the work that was done up till now to improve it, to make it completed. And the uh, the rule, our sages tell us, there could nothing that stands in the way of the will. If you wish and you want, you are going to be able to accomplish. So the Rebbe is saying, yes, you actually can do more. Don't let it bring you to a sense, I'm a failure, I couldn't succeed. But no, it should bring you to a sense that let me work a little harder. Maybe I can improve it. Maybe I can make it even even better. And if you want, there is nothing that stands in your way. Not only talking about trying to get new students, maybe new people to influence, but also with regards to those that for now you don't see your influence in them or it's not by the eyes of flesh it's it's hidden uh, and even with more force now here the Rebbe is trying so the Rebbe says you know you feel bad for them try to do you can work harder better the conclusion cannot be to give up the conclusion needs to be to do better to work harder and even not only new and more, but also those that you think already that they've gone away. But the Rebbe needs to, brings in another point over here. Uh, sometimes people think, okay, maybe I'm coming down, I'm demanding too much, I'm putting down the rules the way they should be done, according to Torah. Maybe I should compromise a little bit, make it easier, saying you don't have to. The Rebbe says you need to bring in and to conclude into the account when you're trying to figure out where you're staying with success. Don't think that the path of compromise, that does not succeed at all, especially among the youth. Because the argument of the youth is very simple. If we could make a compromise a third, a quarter. In other words, we say, okay, do three quarters, don't do a quarter, or do two-thirds, don't do a third. So if we say it's okay to compromise, so then you could compromise even more. You compromise 50%, and then 75 and more. Because if compromise is option is an option, so who is to tell us where to draw the line of the compromise, so everybody can draw their own line. And furthermore, the youth doesn't accept that. That if this is something which is not authentic, that you could touch it, you could change it, so that is obvious that that is not actually the truth. Because the path a falsehood, there's many, you can say there's only one truth there's only one path of truth so 
they get the impression that this isn't the true path because you have many different ways what to do it. So, the Rebbe says, yes, it's obvious. You cannot turn around a student, a boy or a girl, at once and make them into a perfect, wholesome person. Changes are done little by little. You start from small and you go to bigger, from the light to the heavy. So when you're actively and you're telling them, you're not going to tell them, you know, oh, eat kosher, keep Shabbos, don't do this, you have to do that. Wear your kippah, tell them everything at once. You're not going to do it. You have to start with small and go from small to light. Give them time to absorb. However, that's not compromise. You have to tell them at the time when you're working, you must explain that the things that you do demand from, from them, it's not everything. And you're not doing the wholesome, the whole picture. Because the truth of the matter is, every individual has to do all 613 mitzvahs. It is only considering the situation, we start with a certain matter. Because as of now, you're not fit to receive the whole thing all at once. So, while you're telling and you're educating telling them one mitzvah to do, you're not telling them that you only have to do one mitzvah. You're just introducing one mitzvah at a time. Everybody has to do all the mitzvahs, but it takes time to get to the level which you do all the mitzvahs. Uh, And further, the Rebbe says, uh, the Rebbe says, truth also does not accept secondary. It's uh, We say with regards to Jewish people, Goy Echad we're one nation, there's no other, there's no one and then two. There's just one nation in the world, which is the Jewish people. Anything that is secondary, that is not only the best, only the top, only one, Shniyos, meaning secondary, is not, even though we do accept second to best, we don't have everything, but that's only for a short period of time, for various reasons, but we're not, we are aiming for number one. We don't want to be second, we don't want to do partial, we're aiming for number one, but in the meantime, you can't reach to number one, so you go up the ladder until you become number one. Uh, just like we have only one God, we have one Torah, and the Torah is holy. In the very first saying, what does it say? The very first saying, Anoichi Hashem in the first of the Ten Commandments, God said, I am God, your God. Just like that is holy. Same thing is in all the other letters and the words from the beginning of the Torah until the end of the Torah. 
you can give it over. So the Rebbe says, well, don't be worried that the youth isn't going to accept that. Whoa, that seems to be too difficult. Because the Rebbe said, we see the opposite vividly. That if you speak the truth openly, without compromise, they accept it. Even though in their personal life they have not reached the level to withstand all the tests that a person uh, meets in their life, in the life of the person. So the Rebbe says if you speak the truth, it's more acceptable than trying to water down, trying to lie to them, trying to compromise, tell them, because they know, don't be afraid, because it works the other way. If you tell the truth, you speak the truth without compromise, they accept it. Now, it doesn't mean that they live by that truth, but they want to hear the truth. And eventually they'll accept it, but you can't lie to them and tell them that you don't have to. What is the main point of all this long explanation of here? That each and every one of who has influence especially in the kosher education, in the field, in the area of chinuch kosher to work with all the energy, with all the ability in this holy work. And even though you cannot give up, even on the worst of your students, that are amongst your students, but also you cannot let this Weaken your hands from your work, which is the work of heaven. Meleches Shemaim Zu, this is work that you're doing. This is heavenly work that you're doing to educate and bring the children closer to the Torah and to Hashem. If you don't see not successful in your work, don't let it bring you down. Don't let it soften you and weaken you down. At the end of the day, the Rebbe says, Words that come from the heart enter the heart. And in time, you will see good fruit in your efforts. So the Rebbe says, if it's understood for all matters of the person, we always need the help of Hashem. How much more so when we talk about the work in education, that you always have the opposing forces that oppose Hashem and the Torah, and they fight with it in all means and all ways. So, in order to get more additional help from Hashem, so that you are successful, so you need to put an effort to make yourself wholesome in your personal matters. And it means very literally in day-to-day life to fit to the teaching of our Torah, which is a Torah of life and mitzvahs. And basically the Rebbe is saying you need to improve your personal self and that will bring you the help of Hashem that you should be able to influence others that way. And these are not contradictory. You can't say, oh, if I'm busy working with myself and uh, how could I spend the time helping others? Or if I'm helping others, how can I help myself? It's not a contradiction to work with others. On the contrary, one supports the other. This is a very long letter of the Rebbe explaining the general philosophy and the approach. The Rebbe says, I'd be very happy if I will receive a letter 
with uh, news reports that you continue your work with the proper influence in your group, in your environment, in your surroundings, a influence in the spirit of authentic Judaism, Ruach Yisrael Sava, with energy that keeps on going and growing from time to time. It is my strong hope that as time, not too long, passes by, you will be able to give me the news that you also see success. You see fruits in your service. And this is the days of the beginning of the year. I want to wish you in the uh, traditional and uh, language, as said, Shona Tova Mesuka, a good and a sweet year, a year of success in your personal matters and success in the proper direction in your work in the communal general matters. I um, thank you, thanking you ahead of time. If you will pass along my wishes, these wishes, to those who you influence, to your students, especially to those that had visited me with him. Apparently he brought the Rebbe, a bunch of students to visit the Rebbe. The Rebbe says, pass them along my blessings. And the Rebbe says, Bibracha. So here you have a very basic approach of the Rebbe, not to be satisfied with your work, not to become despondent. The Rebbe explains, you just got to keep on doing, and eventually you'll be successful. Improve your own standing to get the support from Hashem. And there's always going to be opposition, and you have to be strong. And the Rebbe says, please provide me the good news that you are working and you're successful. Pass along the blessings to your students that you brought along with you.